So today on the podcast, we have the Keto Guido. And it's not Vinny from Jersey Shore. It's the upgraded version, my cousin Frankie. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling in quarantine today, Frankie? I got out of work early. Uh, the boss let me go. Boss is my dad. So that was, that was a big step. I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. Probably just sit on the couch and watch the movies. Pretty much the only thing. Yeah, the only thing you can do right now. Before we dive into it, I did want to say why I wanted you to be on the podcast so that people who don't know you understand. Um, I just think you have an interesting perspective on life right now just because of who you are as a person. And you're going through college and you're a guy with a big heart, but you're also a bit of a party boy, which I think you're the only other one in the family that's any way like me in that sense. You're also mature enough to deal with the social scene and not get caught up in it because you have a 4.0, which means you're basically a genius. I think you're a rare mix and you have interesting insight, so why not share with the rest of the world? Can you just start by telling us where you're from, how old you are, and where you're quarantined? Yeah, so I am a 21, newly 21-year-old. Just turned uh, 21 during quarantine. Had a huge rager for that one. Um, from Westchester, New York, just above the city, for those that don't know. And I'm quarantined in my parents' house. First time I've been here for more than a week in the longest time. And I'm not loving it, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like I know some of the answers to the questions I'm about to ask. But um, when you first were told, like, did they just say you have to go home for two weeks or what was it? Um, so mine was different. I was in, in Canada for spring break. I went to Toronto with a bunch of my friends and it was right when, right when things started to get a little bad. So we kind of knew like, we're probably gonna have to be quarantined for like a couple days or something, whatever. So we all went back to school, stayed there for a day and came back. And then like, after we all went home, we got like the notification and stuff. Uh, that we have to stay home for like for a certain amount actually like an unknown amount of time so Penn State sent that to you guys yeah Penn State canceled classes like right away after spring break Mm -hmm. and um yeah we all just had to go home yeah and it kind of sucked did you just think immediately like this is gonna suck for a while I can't party with my friends or were you just like whatever we'll see it might just be a nice little break and then I'll come back yeah so I was definitely expecting it to be like a little break. Yeah. So I wasn't that worried about like missing out on my friends and like missing out on the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll have a couple weeks to like sit home and get A's in all my classes. Cause it's going to be like easy money. Like, but um, yeah, now, now that it's still going on and classes are over, school's over. Uh, I'm pretty pissed about it. Yeah. I feel like I missed out on a lot. Yeah. That sticks. What's like the biggest adjustment now that you're home with my lovely aunt Ooh. and uncle? <laughs> Ooh. If I got to narrow it down to a couple things, I guess it's having somebody boss you around again. Oh, but what, no what are they bossing you around about? I'm up till like three in the, like, all right, I don't sleep early. I have a problem sleeping. I don't fall yeah, asleep until like three or 4 a.m. So I'll be downstairs mm-hmm. like watching TV, watching a movie or playing video games. And like my mom will come down at like three in the morning and be like, Francis, go to bed. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't. I physically can't go to bed until like three in the morning. So that's yeah. one. Um, you said adjustments? Yeah, just like, I mean, besides the obvious fact that you can't like just be partying with friends or having girls over or whatever. Um, 
I mean, I guess this counts as an adjustment, but it's a good one. It's not having to pay for anything. That's, oh, that <laughs> is a good one. Yeah, that's a really nice one. You're saving some money. Do something good with it. Um, I actually, someone wrote in, I posted something on my Instagram story yesterday about like quarantine, whatever. Um, someone mm. asked about siblings in quarantine. I think they thought I was quarantined with Alyssa, my sister, but I'm not. So mm-hmm. you can help answer this, although I'm, I already know the answer. <laughs> this girl asked whether or not you're enjoying having like time that you don't usually have with your siblings or if you're going to kill each or trying to kill each other basically. So I know that you and Nikki are not um, being all brotherly love right now, but do you think it's just because you're on top of each other or yeah, you are, that's good news. I mean, not all the time, like sometimes, but, um, at the start, so it's kind of what, like, it started like here and then we went up here and we were fighting and then we went back down to normal, but, um, yeah, I guess because we're, like, while I'm at school, like, I'm not a person who, like, text my friends from home or like family a lot like I'm just like in the moment and I don't want anybody to like get offended by that or I don't get offended vice versa so like we don't have that time to like bother each other when I'm at school so that's why when I come home we always pick on each other so now that I'm home it's kind of like I would say we go two days two good days and then there's like one bad day but I don't really mind it I think we're pretty good plus I'm isolated in my room most of the time I just hang out there yeah, I was going to say, what, how many years apart are you guys? Two. two. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's good. You're almost like me and Alyssa, yeah. too. Are you, I know you said you're not sleeping much and you're just playing video games a lot. Is there, like, are you just, are you to the point where you're getting stressed out? Like, could you be coping with it better? Or is there just, like, you feel like there's nothing else you can do anyway? Because I've been trying to, like, stay busy with, like, little side projects when I'm not working, but I'm also working full-time, so you don't have that time taken out of your day i'm working for my dad that counts as full time oh i I didn't know you were working full time for him yeah i i was just telling my friends today i had a personal record i have worked four days in a row that's four days in a row is a personal record that's mean that means you're not usually full time i know that's what i'm saying but i do have okay now you're doing it okay i got you um don't offend me like that um (laughs) I forgot the question because you <laughs> just if you like could be coping better in any way. Like oh, I know you're not yeah. sleeping. Are you just stressed out or sad or? I guess sometimes I get like I'll just like because I'm a like overthinker, so I'll just think about, like how I'm missing out so much and like how I could have had more fun during the year. What things I stayed away from and like I could have made up for that now, but I can't. Yeah. Um, I but guess I think that's. That I, no, yeah. go ahead. I just think, well, I just think that what you just said, though, I think everyone's feeling like that, like, oh, I should have gone out so much more before. So now when this is over, hopefully we all like remember that. But at the same time, I don't have FOMO right now. I'm just like sad. I'm missing this like year of my life, but everyone else is also stuck in. So it's kind of like use this time to do things that you don't have time to do. But as a college student, I think it's a little different than me, a 26 year old who doesn't know what the fuck she wants to do with her life. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, like I'm like right now I could be like at my apartment right now. Finals are over. I'd probably be like having a good time with my friends going to the bars. You have Uh, your house next year, right? So you just move out of that apartment and you're good or? Yeah. So we got a new house next year. Uh, As college houses go, it is pretty shitty. 
Uh, so we're going to have to redo it a little bit. Cost doesn't matter. But, people do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're just moving all of our stuff from there to there. And it should be yeah. fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to visit, even though I'm too old. Uh, <laughs> okay, you look young. Nobody will notice. I'll pretend. Think you're a freshman. Oh, my God. I don't look a freshman. <laughs> well, to college, that's a good little segue. What made you choose Penn State when you decided? Oh, all right. So this is a good one. Oh, boy. Um, that was excitement. <laughs> so I'll be honest. Uh, I did not plan on going to Penn State for, like, academics, really. So I was a wildlife science major. That was, that was the old Frank, wanted to be a zookeeper. And Penn State had one of the better zoology programs on the East Coast. And my mom said I couldn't go anywhere other than the East Coast. So I was like, oh, push it. I didn't know she said that. Yeah, I was planning on going to Wait, pause, pause, pause. What are you talking about? I did not know if she could, you weren't allowed yeah. to go far. I was planning on going to Texas, Florida. Like I was trying to go to a I remember school. saying Florida. Yeah, and my mom was like, you have to stay on the East Coast. So I just pushed it to the limit and went four hours oh, away. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Little family shock. Go on. <laughs> uh, I thought you would have known that. Um, but yeah, so I went there. because I So zoology, yeah. Yeah, so zoology. But the main reason I went, because I was like, you know, I'm from a small school. I liked it, but I wanted to go to a big school because I was like, all the stuff that you hear about Penn State, it's like, oh you there was a parties you're gonna be in frat you're gonna be a frat bro girls are gonna throw themselves on you it's gonna be so much fun classes are gonna be easy because they're always partying and i can uh promise you that not one of those things is true <gasps> and i found that out the hard way shocking yeah believe it or not the, stuff the hype isn't is real hmm. college is not how it is in movies i don't know it's hard we had i was not single in college much at all but i feel like the whole partying thing, like, yeah, you're going to go to a bunch of parties, but are they going to be as crazy as they look? Are you really going to just be able to sleep with whoever you want? No. Like, that's just not true for anyone. What was your uh, biggest fear going into college then, if you were so excited thinking it would be something awesome? Um, were you just scared to I be mean, away? My biggest fear is, yeah, it was definitely, because I'm a mama's boy, so, like, yeah. I was scared of leaving the house, you know? Um, and it was also the fact that it was a big school, like I said. Like, I went to it because it was a big school, because I was, like, I'm going to get tons of friends, tons of girls, tons of parties. But I also went to a high school with 100 kids in my graduating class. Yeah, that's crazy. And my town is, yeah, my town is literally a bubble. So that's what I was nervous about was like kind of making friends too. Yeah, that's what I was nervous about. And that's honestly the thing that I've struggled most with as an adult, not really in college because I just kind of had my friends, my like roommates. But how did you make friends outside of your roommates from freshman year? So this is kind of a like kind of a sad but like cool story i basically got my friends because i kind of like mooched on my roommate and his friends that he knew so i'm from new york i hadn't met anybody from new york i've literally from my area of new york i've met maybe like four kids everybody else is like yeah. long island or like far upstate so i went there in summer and my roommate was a dude from Pittsburgh, and he, like, one of the first days we were there, we were like, oh, like, we should go hang out with this kid, Gav, like, uh, he's from an area near me, like, we'll go chill with him, whatever. So I met him, and I'm now living with all of Gavin's, uh, like, Gavin's group of friends. Home yeah. friends, yeah. And, like, they're, like, my best friends now, like, all of them. But I guess, like, 
like I was nervous. Like I kind of just stuck around with my roommate because I was like, "That's totally I, fine, though." Yeah, I know, but like, like just me, I'm like thinking about it. It sa- it sounds weird to me, I guess. But yeah, that's how I made like pretty much a lot of my friends. Yeah, I feel like you have to get lucky with roommates because if I didn't have my roommates, I would have had like no friends my senior year, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but I dated someone for most of college and. <laughs> I had my like girlfriends were my like four roommates or whatever it was. And then outside of that, we had my roommate Kayla's boyfriend and his friends, which was great, but he was older. So we graduated earlier. And then we had my boyfriend and he was on the soccer team. So then we had just, we used to go to the soccer parties and that was like our thing. Like every weekend, oh, we either go to the bar, we go to soccer party. So when we broke up senior year, I literally was miserable because I had no friends besides my roommates who now all had boyfriends. I was like, okay, now I'm single. Now we can't go to the soccer parties. Now the bars are like, we're over it. Like there's nothing new to do. So I think being friends with your roommates and keeping those is definitely good. And hopefully when you're single, they're single and vice versa. (laughs) But Yeah. I mean, most of my friends aren't right now. They're not single. Um, it's me and like two or three, two. Two of my other roommates? Three? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. But it's like, that's like our little group. But, but um, that's the thing too. So you're single. You've been single throughout college. Now you're going into, wait, are you going to your junior year? Senior. Oh my God. Um, so you've been single the whole time. Do you wish that you had someone or you're like totally fine with it because it's college and fuck it. You're going to be an adult and have plenty of time for serious stuff. Oh no. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a girlfriend guy through and through, you know that. But, um. Yeah, so I definitely, like, have. And I've tried it. Yeah, you just haven't met the right one. Yeah, like, I've told you, like, none of them worked out. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Someone, I'm not going to lie, my dad asked me the other day. He's like, I just don't get it. Like, why don't you have the boyfriend? Why don't you this? Why don't the boys have a girlfriend? Like, why is everyone single? And I'm like, excuse me, number one, he was the biggest player when he was younger. And me? No, my dad. Oh, I was going to say. Like, such a player. I was like, it's not that we like can't, we're like horrible people. We can't find anyone that wants to be with us. You we're just, I think you and I, especially, we just don't want to settle with anyone because we know that we're just going to waste our time and we don't want to get hurt or hurt someone else. So there's no reason in settling just to have someone, which I'm glad that you did because if you did end up having like staying with one of those girls that didn't end Mm -hmm. up being perfect for you (laughs) and you have all these memories throughout college and it's didn't work out kind of thing, but yeah. Are you on the apps? I mean, I use Tinder just as a confidence booster. I don't actually, like, really message. See? I literally, like, I'll swipe and I'll get, like, a really cute girl and I'll be like, that's awesome. Nice. That, means, <laughs> that means girls are into me. That is great. Aww. And then I'll just not message them. I won't that's unmatch actually, them because that would be rude. But That's actually, like, something I've never thought of before because there's so many times that I, like, match with guys on Hinge or something and then they don't message. I'm like, what is the point of you being on here? I literally never thought of it like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, also because I'm not good at texting or Snapchatting and flirting at the same time. You're good at texting. I think Snapchatting is awkward. I'm an in-person guy because I'm a goofy person and you can't get sarcasm and stuff over a text. That's true. That's true. So that's why I like that. Like, yeah, like I like more in-person stuff. And I also that's also why I don't message on Tinder because I have no idea how you start it. Like, do I just say, hey, no girl's going to answer that. Well, I can walk you through that. That can be a whole nother episode. But <laughs> Ooh, how um, to get girls on Tinder. 
but wait, so do your other friends use apps? Like, I don't know how it works in college. Cause honestly in college, I think they started coming out when I was like a junior and I, again, was in a relationship at the time. So I don't even know how they work in college or if people actually do go on dates, like, or is it just stemming through hookups? Because I mean, I met my ex-boyfriend by kissing him at a bar. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. I mean, for like, some people that are like, that just know how to like do it, I guess, like on Tinder and yeah. stuff, like it works. Like my, one of my best friends at school, who's my roommate last year. I don't know how he did it, but like Tinder, like worked for him. What, he would just have girls come over? Yeah, all the time. I have no idea. Or would he take them out? He just had no, them just come over. And I have no idea how I he think did Tinder it. is for hookups only. Yeah, I think Bumble's Tinder's like hookups. More. Hinge and Bumble are for like dating-ish. I like Bumble better. I've never been on Tinder. It scares Tinder, me. Tinder, yeah. I mean, I, my friend made me an account like once and within like 10 minutes, I had people like sending me their sexual fantasies and I was like, nope, that's, not for me. Well, I have never done that or come across that yeah. so actually no i have gotten a message <laughs> like that before i have never mind you have from a girl yeah. it's usually the guys going yeah crazy. no it was weird the message uh you have to remember some of I mean, it i come do on. remember it i, I mean it wasn't, that, to say. it wasn't that weird it was like it was something about because in my bio it says not in the frat that's good that's a, yeah like i think that's a funny thing. plus yeah, most of my funny. pictures look like i'm in a frat because they're kind of like yeah, see, this is what I said in the beginning. You're like a party boy, but you have a big heart. You want to make sure yeah, that comes well, across. I don't, yeah. Um, but, um, like I said, yeah, so this girl, like, asked, she was like, are you sure you're not in the frat? Like, she texted me first on Tinder. Usually that's Bumble where they have to. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool, whatever. Um, and I messaged, I was like, I'm 99% sure I'm not. And then she said something. Am I allowed to say it on here? Yeah. She was like, she was like, oh, great, because frat bros don't know how to dick a girl down. Something like that. And I was like, Ooh, whoa. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, Long and then I messaged her back. Days. Yeah, then I messaged her back something, like, on the same vibe, and I didn't get an answer back. Oh. I was like, what? Like, you did all that. Got she me might be just up. boosting her confidence, too, you know? I respect that's that. It. That was like the first that's, answer I had in a while. That's actually one thing that is true though. Like her saying that I've done something, not like those words, obviously, but like you're more bold through an app anyway. So sometimes just being bold and saying something and then letting it be just helps your confidence too. Oh yeah. Like on Bumble. So like, you know how there's that thing where girls always like complain about Tinder because guys are always just like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. So I get the same shit yeah. on Bumble. And I just don't like, I don't answer because I don't really feel like it. But I get the same. I guess it's not fair. No, I, but I do too on Hinge. Like people just be like, hey, what's up? Now it's like every single guy is like, hey, how's your quarantine? Hey, why, where are you quarantined? It's like, yeah. everyone's asking the same fucking question. And everybody's got the um, same answer. It's awful. Yeah. Like I'm annoyed. Yeah. Like leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You basically like long answer short. You do just like find it's... girls on a night out and then hookups are the norm. Yeah, I guess. That's why you haven't really found someone that yeah, means more. Much, yeah, pretty much that's all. That's like what everybody does. Like that's kind of the culture at college, at least at Penn State, out of yeah. like my friends and people I know. That's kind of the vibe. But like right around now, like it was my junior year and stuff, a lot of people are Yeah, like that's I feel like that happened. And more like meaningful stuff. Yeah, that's I feel like that happens. Because you like get to know people, you have like a group of friends, and sometimes two people in that group end up like yeah. admitting they like each other, kind of thing, and then it's a thing. But 
Um, back to college, because you did say you went to Penn State for zoology, but you recently switched, which I'm proud of you, and I think it's a good move because I think you'd be great. Um, but do you want to just talk a little about that? Uh, yeah, I did not switch once, but I switched three times, and I never thought I was going to be that guy. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, like, I went into college. I loved animals, loved going to the Bronx Zoo and everything. Had all these crazy pets on my own. Had an internship at the Wolf Conservation Center. Like, I was totally on track to just be a zookeeper or a conservationist, like, for the rest of my life. I thought you were, like, 100%. Yeah, so did I. That's why I didn't think I was going to change my major three times. But, um, yeah, I guess I kind of realized it wasn't the right thing for me because um, my, my, like, classes that I was taking that were in that field were all genetics and stuff, like, really, like, science-y parts of it. And, like, I'm smart enough to do that stuff but I did not enjoy it at all. And I was like, this is awful. So I switched from that to science ed because I was like, oh, you know, I was already in a science major. I'll have less credits to do, whatever. I was wrong. I was going to have to take, because basically all my classes that I took so far were going to count as gen eds. I was going to have to take Mm -hmm. physics, chemistry, and biology for the rest of my college career, like no other like classes or anything. Oh God, no. Yeah, so I dropped that one, like, within, like, a month. Uh, Then I went to special ed because that was always, like, my backup plan. Um, Because, like, because of Nikki and stuff. Because he has a proxy and stuff, and I was always helping him. So, like, knowing how to help kids with, like, learning and stuff like that. um, Mm. That was something I really wanted to do. And then I got screwed over with that because there was a big miscommunication with me and my advisor. The advisors suck, let me tell you, because that's why my thing got all messed up, but go on. No, she was, it wasn't like, it was kind of like a 50-50 split on whose fault it was, because she said, because the special College of Special Ed is so small, some classes have to be taken in the fall, some have to be taken in the spring. There's like, not that many, yeah. Yeah, except what I didn't understand, which is kind of stupid of me, is that you have to take the fall ones before the spring ones. Oh, okay. But well, it doesn't, mm. I mean, it's not like it said like intro to one. Yeah, they didn't say, yeah, second. intro in one, two, three. So, yeah, I found that out that I was going to have to be there for another like two years. And I was like, yeah, being that I'm a junior, I don't think I'm going to do that. But thanks for the offer. Switched to RHS, Rehab and Human Services, which is basically counseling. Um, and that's what you are now. Yeah. So I'm looking to be some sort of counselor therapist. Um, that's awesome. Primarily for uh, children with special needs. Yeah, that's amazing. I was kind of like, I mean, not the opposite, but I started as a education major, which is what I wish that I stuck with. But at the time, my advisor literally told me, like, you're going to make no money. She was like, there's no teaching jobs. It was like the weirdest conversation I'd ever had. And she like made me take a test and it showed like the suggested careers for like my personality and then speech pathology was on it. So speech pathology was my second major and all of the classes were bio and science and I'm like not a science person. So I was like, all right, let me rethink this. What do I love to do? Writing, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up doing a double major with journalism and communications because it was like an easy thing for me, I think. And it was like, I thought I would live in the city and be a writer and like Carrie Bradshaw and so cool. But that did not happen. And I mean, you're living in the city. I mean, yeah, well, (laughs) that's a whole nother story. But I also agree that like, we kind of had the same 
thought process. So I think that this will work out for you because you do like helping people. And I think the reason that I'm not happy with where I'm at right now is because I wish that my job actually helped someone or like had an impact. I'm like, right now I'm in media sales and I think every day I'm like, what the fuck does it matter that I put this ad on the air? I'm putting $2 million that can go to so many other things in the world. It's just, it makes me feel like I'm just not doing anything good in the world. So that's a little dramatic, but that's where I'm at. Um, Do you think that you know what you want to do after college now that I just stressed you out about it? Um, (laughs) No, I'm good. Um, Yeah, I think so. In the beginning of this year, I was thinking about just being um, an educator Mm -hmm. for children with special needs. But now, now that I've taken all these like counseling classes, intro to counseling, client assessment, that stuff, I kind of like um, the counseling, like behavioral counseling profession. Mm -hmm. So I think I might jump into that because I feel like I'm a pretty empathetic person where I can definitely like yeah. work with people, help them through their struggles, reach their goals, stuff like that. I feel, I feel like you're thinking about after college in the right way of like what's going to help you make like put your skills and like strengths to work, but also like what's going to make you feel happy about what you're doing. So that's Yeah, good. I mean, it's definitely a rewarding thing to know that you helped somebody reach their goals and better themselves. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, a little less heavy of a conversation. Horrible segue, but uh, (laughs) the keto guido thing that I said in the beginning, I just wanted to touch on that because I don't know how you did or if you're doing it now, but like, I don't know how you did it in college with like all the distractions and partying and late night pizza and whatever. I feel like you would be, it would be easier if you had done it in high school, but you're probably just younger. Um, So I kind of just stuck to it because I was like, just looking at myself in the mirror and I was like always I was always like like nobody thought of me as like a fat kid but I was like I was a little bit overweight and I had a pretty pudgy like dad bod and I didn't want that you weren't overweight you were just like no I was fit fit. based on like the special criteria and stuff I was I was 5'8 like 190 for the most part because I was playing football and stuff in high school um, so yeah, then when I went to college, I got shoulder surgery because I had a torn labrum from uh, football. Mm-hmm. Um, Athlete. And like one day, <laughs> yeah, I mean, playing high school football at a Still. tiny school. But um, yeah, back to it. Uh, yeah, so I got surgery and then I was like in my bed for so long, not doing anything. And I stepped on my scale. This was summer of freshman year. So I stepped on my scale and saw that I was like 200 pounds. And I was like, you are 5'8". I was like, come on, like, you don't look good, whatever. Like, you've always thought that. And I was like, I'm just going to start going to the gym every single day and just eat right. And then Vinny from Jersey Shore, one of my oh, idols man. growing up, yeah, <laughs> looked up to that kid because we were like the same kind of like, we had the same like upbringing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, You're both like the nice ones. Yeah, always the nice ones in the group of crazy Italian kids. Uh, So then when I saw that, like, I was like, if Vinny can do it, like, I can definitely do it. So I just, like, I just literally, like, in college, I would have, I kind of starved myself a little bit. Like, I would have, I would have three egg whites and three pieces of turkey bacon for breakfast. For lunch, I would have some kind of keto cookie. And then dinner, I would have, like, two steaks and like a whole lot of greens 
But you don't do anything that severe now, right? No, now I barely even do it. But the weekends, so I called it, I kind of called it the college keto because I would allow myself one night to like drink beer. Most of the time I would have like liquor and like a diet mixy, you know? Nothing like a captain and diet. Coke. But you wouldn't like eat pizza drunk? Yeah, instead? so I would let myself one night. One night okay. every two okay. weeks I would do. But you don't need to do it anymore because you got to where you want and then you're like maintaining, right? Yeah, I'm pretty much just maintaining now. I mean, I haven't, I've kind of lost my like vibe to work out a lot because I'm at home. Like, I feel like so many people are saying they're gaining weight. I've, I've been losing weight because. I feel like I'm just more conscious of it, maybe. I don't know, but I've just been working out more and eating so much healthier because I'm not in the mm-hmm. city ordering Thai food every night. Like, yeah. I order out so much in Manhattan and I'm saving so much money now, too, which is insane. But I'm just eating healthier and like, I'll just go on like a quick run every day or two. So, but you're not doing that. You're not motivated for that. No, I mean, I'll go in my garage and say, like, right down or. Not right down, but like mentally go over like what I'm gonna do today. Like mm-hmm. try and do my workout that I would do at school, and I'll literally just like do like two or three workouts. And you're just like me. Hit abs, <laughs> and I'm just like whatever. But because of that, I make sure that I like have some kind of calorie deficit every day. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say, is Aunt Teresa also just cooking gnocchi every night, or? <laughs> no, she makes me my zucchini pasta because I don't eat Aww. regular pasta anymore. She's the best. That's good. Yeah. Well, speaking of family, we can go into uh, uh-huh. all that way. family stuff that we love <laughs> to talk about. Actually, I really like didn't even have this on the agenda until we went upstate the other weekend because, um, well, as you know, but our family has dealt with a lot of sickness, accidents, health issues, whatever. Um, and when we found that letter upstate that you wrote for Nanny when she passed away, I was in shock at how young you were because it was like written with like so much emotion like how old were you again you were like 10 so i had to be so I, i'm thinking because i remember the class where i got the call that i had to like get pulled out it was an art class it had to be i think it was eighth grade how old are you in eighth grade um maybe like tw- 11 12 yeah i think you yeah, were 11 so. it was in 2012 yeah, so actually we can oh, do it that it way. Oh, it was 2012. Oh, you're 12. Okay. I just feel like when we read that, I was in shock. I was like, wait, was this when she died or was this later? And it was right after she died. And I just think that that shows how much at a young age she even had an impact on you guys. Cause I feel like I wasn't that much older, but I was like 17, maybe 18 when it happened. So it hit me in a different way, I thought. But what kind of impact do you think that she like left on your life or how you are now? And like, what did you take from her as a person? Um, I mean, to start, uh, that definitely taught because that was the first loss that like, yeah, I really had. The Um, first big loss of our family. Yeah. I mean, so that really taught me how to just like cope and writing that kind of let me get my emotions out because I was never somebody to talk about my feelings. Yeah, like, you still hold everything in. It makes me yeah. very angry. I'm trying I'm trying to get better with that. But all that of, was but like, wait, all of the boys do that in this family and I need to have an intervention with you guys because it's not good for your health. And I know it's hyper masculinity. It's sad. Ugh, the Italian old men that taught you that. Go uh, on. Well yeah, it's all of our dad's fault pretty I much. Know. But 
going back, I just, I'm asking this just because I think that our nanny and poppy like have the biggest impact on us and like how I live my life. Like, I think that everything comes down to how they raised us in a way and how we had Sunday dinners every Sunday and mm. all that stuff. So if she had an impact that you still. Yeah. I mean, that. even both sides like of my family, like my, uh, my grandma and my mom's side too. Yeah. I feel like I got different, different, but like similar, like things that I've gotten taken away from like my relationship with them. Like with pop, it's definitely yeah. like, and pop and that it's definitely like family like sticking together because we always had sunday dinners together we always like even now we mm-hmm. still stay in contact like constantly um and then on my other yeah. side like my grandma like taught me everything i know about like cooking like a lot of i don't know how to explain it it's a lot more like life skills stuff so it was kind of like and like how to be like yeah, I feel like she taught you, like, Italian yeah, yeah. stuff more than... Yeah, because we don't have any, like, yeah. family on that side other than her and, like, my aunt. That's literally it. Yeah, in so, Italy, yeah. And they both just taught me, like, how to care for others and, like, how to be selfless. Because both sides are like that. Yeah, I feel like our families, if you have a family like ours, you just appreciate life more. But I also feel like I worry more because I'm just so connected with like relationships that I overthink Mm -hmm. with friendships and romantic relationships. And then with family, I'm always like worrying about you guys and like, why doesn't Frankie, Nikki and Petey talk enough? You're like, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, okay. Well, we're all in quarantine. So you're not a okay right now. You can talk to me. (laughs) Well, I just said in that little talk before i am not good i know i lost my skill to text not just texting like girls i'm trying to flirt with just texting in general like my friends will text me and they'll be like and i'll go play like games with them because we're playing online and i'll be like frank do you get my text and i was like no i missed it and i'll look and it was from like do you have someone like that you open up to because i feel like you open up to me like once a year but (laughs) Is, like, do you talk to your mom when you have to? Do you talk to Nikki or Petey? Um, or, like, do you kind of just hold it in and deal with it by yourself because you think... I had one friend at school that was, like, the first time, like, I ever really, like, opened up a lot because she noticed that I was, like, just having, like... Like, I was just different. So that was the first... You having a bad day or... I was having, like, a bad... Like, I was in a bad place. For a little like, mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, she always helped me out with, like... um like relationship stuff and friend stuff like she was always there so that was like what made you like pick her just because she kept asking you like she was the only one who noticed um I mean that was we were like pretty close for a while but that was like the first time somebody like I lived with my roommates and they were always asking me like what's up and then like I was hanging out with her one day and she just like said that I was just really different lately so I don't know I just felt really close with her so I just yeah did it did that help you out of it too? Like, or was that recent? Yeah. I mean, just knowing that there was somebody there that like really cared and wasn't just saying like, what's wrong, you know? Yeah. So that was nice. Like actually cares what's yeah. behind it. But like, I don't like opening up to people really because I don't want them to like have my problems, you know, I guess. Yeah. But you can't deal with your problems alone. So you have to share them. No, I know. But yeah. Um, I'm here. I know. I know. I do. I do tell you every <laughs> once in a while. I know. Most of the time when it's it's trying to uh, decipher, like, text what a girl ladies. actually means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hard to 
understand sometimes. But so obviously with Corona and everything, we're worrying about Poppy, but also your parents are both at high risk and we don't always talk about that because I think we just kind of, as a family, I know that we're all open with like certain things, but I think as a family, we kind of don't, when someone is sick or like with Poppy with Alzheimer's, we kind of just know that it's there and we don't talk about it. And I've realized just from like being home with Corona, like how serious and how bad things get. And like, I don't know, do you just, I feel like it's when it's out of sight, out of mind, it's so much easier to not have to talk about it. But do you and your family, like my family too, but like, do you, your parents and Nikki talk about like, just being extra careful with Corona or like talk about just the things that you guys are dealing with, with stress and everything, or I guess if you're going to say the same as right just now, it's kind of just like you deal with it on your own. And when you have to talk about it, you do. No, I mean, I mean, we all make sure to be like really careful. Usually it's mom and dad that are like telling us to be careful and that it's kind of our own like yeah. initiative to follow it. Like I've only left this house. So like I feel like three times. I worry about your dad because so. I feel like he, I don't know if he's taking it as serious, but he is, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he's, He's the most at risk and he's literally going to work like every day. I mean, he has a business to run, so. I know, but does he really have to leave the house to do that? Uh, no. I mean, some of the time, cause he's always, he's the like guy on the job guy. He was, he's like the boss on the job guy. But is so. he, are they considered essential right now? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. People need electric. It's just. I don't know. Yeah, give a little shout out. It's just stressful. Shout out PS Electric. (laughs) When you think about when we were younger, though, and like the Sunday dinners and stuff, do you think that as like our Kooji techs, like our groups, like as close as we are now when we're older? Because I like get sad when I see my mom and like Donna and Michelle used to be like as close as we all are and they're not as much anymore. I feel like it's obviously harder because you might not live in the same areas and you all have like mm. 10 more people to worry about because like your kids have kids and whatever. But do you think that you would have, if we all lived in the same area, would you have like Sunday dinners once a month or something or like stay that close? Do you think when we're old? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Honest. no, I think so. If you think it's not possible, then that's totally no. fine. <laughs> no. I'm just like, I think about it all the time. No, I am being honest. Um, So like I always say when it comes to like friends at this point if you're not friends with kids or if you're not maintaining contact with kids from your hometown at this point you're probably not going to be friends with them like sad but like that's a fact when you get to your senior year if you're not or Mm -hmm. this age if you're not friends with somebody still you're not going to be like them at all and I think that goes like hand in hand with like family like if we didn't talk like as much as we do now I would say Mm -hmm. no we're not gonna but we literally like snapchat or talk every day so that's how you kind of know like i don't talk and snapchat my friend from like sophomore year of high school still you know like i just really want it to stay you guys are my best friends i'm gonna get all sad odds of us living that close to each other well that is another story (laughs) where do you want to live after college i was supposed to Um, ask that earlier i don't know um Wherever I can get like a solid job and have a, like pay, like you don't have any like oh I would like to live in California or Italy or London for like a year and then go here kind of thing. Oh, I mean I would love to travel the world, but like 
I definitely want to stay in the States in terms of like when you where you live yeah after going to Toronto though I wouldn't mind living in Toronto and I always liked really? I always liked England but I cannot I, love I will England. not be able to figure out how to drive on the other side of the road oh my god if that's really the only thing you're worried about take that back and the steering wheel too you'll you get adjusted same way you learn how to drive a, a car you can just relearn really quick there you just drive slow you also don't have to drive as much in London because they have public transportation too yeah maybe Oh, Nikki's joining. Nikki's here. I'm in his room because I don't have a desk on my. Nikki, hi. Say hi to the uh, hi to the fans. Come say hi to the podcast. Uh, yeah, love <laughs> Can you hear me? Or you can't hear me? Oh. Hello, fans. This is your boy Nick Veltri. You know, favorite <laughs> cousin ever. Hello. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Were you just working? Yeah, I was. Someone's got to make money in the family. I was just gonna I'm say, just Frankie's saying that he's days. working almost full time now. Is this true? I don't full oh. time. You worked. You worked three days this week, Frankie. Uh, this was it. Four days. I didn't work Monday. Four. You literally told me yesterday three days. Yeah, you didn't work Monday. Was three days. Today's four. You didn't work today. Yes, I did. He doesn't leave the house. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> he's being yeah, safe. Mom said it. Oh okay. God. Well, wait. So. Give one. Give one headphone to him and give one headphone to you. I gotta I go. Can, oh, fine. Bye. It's nice uh, to see you. Love you. Bye. <sighs> All right. It's funny. You guys are about to kill each other on the podcast. That answers Natalia's question. Um, yeah, I don't. It just he doesn't know how to do math. I told him yesterday I worked three days. Today <laughs> would be an extra day. That's four. Oh boy. All right. Well, I actually have one question related to the family, and then I think we're gonna wrap it up. But. Okay. We have six cousins in our group text. We're best friends, as we've said. So if uh-huh. you had to match up the cousins in pairs to who's most like who, how would you do it and why? I'm very interested in this question. All right. I feel like I'm most alike with you and Alyssa. Because me and you, it's kind of like the whole, like, how we lived our lives. And like you always say, I'm kind of like you, but in a dude form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. Um, but when it's Alyssa, like we just, we just kind of got the same vibe. You're both chill and bottle yeah. everything up. Yeah, and then when you piss, when one of our siblings pisses us off, we just go crazy. Yeah, I definitely see that. It's and like I the think same kind of like. No, go ahead. I don't know. We're like the same kind of like interests for the most part. You and Alyssa. Yeah, like certain stuff. How? Just the zoo. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like me and Alyssa just like I don't know. We're just I think on the you're same both vibe. like yeah you're very like you're on the same level of like chill and like not like in your face kind of but I mm-hmm. think like you said me and you like to party but we also like have big hearts so yeah. that's what I always think of and then I would go Nikki and PD like okay we can't go too much into this people don't know them <laughs> but thank you so much for being on here um it's really exciting for me and hopefully we talk too much about just our family because I feel like that goes into my head but oh, that was pretty short. um the closing of each episode I think I'm going to start out just asking a few of the same questions so that we get everyone's different perspectives so question number one what do you wish that people were more honest about what do I wish people were more honest about hmm. or open about like you know what I mean I think like mental health, like knowing that mental health is a real thing. It's not, it shouldn't be like stigmatized or anything. Cause that's what I think is a big problem. Like, and there should be more awareness and more openness around it. Cause 
like yeah back in the day people thought it was just like oh, schizophrenia you have like depression you're terrible like stuff like that yeah where it's not true like anybody everybody has some sort of mental health problem you know yeah and i think that we are so much more open with it now but i think it's still almost like it's weird because it's like oh social media people post about it now and and it's kind of like we can admit it to each other but it's still in my opinion not ever gone into depth about like i've struggled with depression and anxiety and i think my best friend knows that and my family knows that but like i don't think my best friend really well i guess he does it's just like it's still kind of like getting there but i agree with that the second one when was the last time you had felt the sunday scaries and what either helped you overcome them or what do you think could have if you didn't overcome them that time? Mm. Last time I had Sunday scares. As you might want to take quarantine out of it. Like, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking because yeah. I haven't done anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> last time I had Sunday scares. Hmm. Oh, last I think I went out on a Saturday night, even though I had like a huge assignment due or a test or something on Monday. Um, and instead of staying home and just like chilling out and studying, I like went out and I really messed up with this one girl that I was really into. So I woke up that next morning, just serious panic. Yeah. I feel like Sunday scaries are so often like influenced by alcohol. Cause like you have a great night or a bad night, but the alcohol just brings you down so low Sunday anyway. So that's obviously like a part of where the saying comes from. No more going out on Saturdays, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, no, no shot. What is um, one thing you love about yourself and one thing you're working on? I think this is going to be hard for people to just answer. Ooh, yeah, yeah. No, this, will, this is definitely a good one. Yeah. This will get people like, because yeah, people don't me. like, I feel like if you open up about stuff that you love about yourself, you're a cocky <laughs> or you're an asshole or a bitch. And then if you, open up about something that you're like sad about sometimes you're just like oh stop complaining or something like that so let's get both i would say the one thing i'm proud of myself of i have so many do you want me to just tell you all? i was gonna say of me of you yeah i mean i'm gonna come up with my own but i'd like to hear this anyway i know i'm kidding hype me up for the credit no no no. you have to go for it i want to hear it i'll do them after you're done (laughs) (sighs) um i would say how goofy i am like, I just embrace how, like... You're funny. Like, the, yeah, like, the... Go- like, I don't even say funny. Like, I'll just say, like, the goofy... You're like, silly. Style. Yeah. Like, I'll... Yeah. If I'm talking or if I'm, like, flirting with somebody, like, I'll say stupid stuff about me because I don't care. If that's funny to you, then sick. We'll keep talking. But, like, I don't know. Like, people that are close to me know that I'm just, like... A goofball, kind of. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even say a clown. Like, it's just, like... Yeah, I think you and Petey are different funny. Like, you're really funny, but you just sit there and you'll just, like, say something that comes to your mind, whereas he, like, tries Mm -hmm. to, like, put on a little show, which is funny, you know? Yeah. There's different kinds, and they're both very, very high in value. (laughs) Um, Yeah, definitely. Okay, and then one thing you're working on... Can I hear the proud first? No. Okay. You have to do this for yourself this is what swiping sunday is all about connect with yourself yeah i know <laughs> but you, you started by saying that now i want to hear it well what i'm okay what i love about you i think that you're a genius you're literally a 4.0 and we're in quarantine it's insane you moved the furthest away out of all of us even though i went away to college first you're the furthest away i don't know how you deal with it but i might need your tips if i decide to move out of the city um i think that you're kind to women which is actually should probably be number one because a lot of people think that they're good to women and they're not. And you 
make me so proud that you're respectful. Um, you're silly. You said that. I agree. You have good friends, and I think that you can tell when they're not your good friends, and you make sure that you make the right choices. I think that even though sometimes people think that me and you are the party people, we're also very, very mature, and we make smart decisions even if we get drunk before we do them. And um, yeah, you're there for your family all the time. I always know if I need you, I can text you, whether I'm asking you to be on a podcast or tell me which picture I look better in. <laughs> and yeah, you're there for your mom and your brother. You helped your brother growing up and your dad and enough of that sappy, sappy stuff. Thank you. Thank now you. tell me what you're working on. Just thanks for helping me out to the crowd. Um, He's single, guys. Yeah, help me out. The one thing that I work on is that I'm too much of a nice guy. You're nice to people who don't deserve it. It's that. No, no, no. It's like, all right, so me and my roommates at school, uh, we kind of have this vibe to us where we just mess with each other and we'll just trick each other. Like, we'll just make, like, pick on each other, basically. And I rarely, like, snap back unless I'm really angry with what they said or did because I feel like I'm going to, like, offend them in some way. You know, like whatever I was gonna say probably isn't that bad, but I'm just too nervous about it. And then yeah, you like walk on eggshells kind of thing. Yeah, like I'm just I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So it's like that part, and also when it comes to girls, like I I just shouldn't be too nice all the time. Uh, you know? Okay, let's make sure that this is clear lines. I think I just said that the way that you respect girls in, is incredible, but there has been times that I think I've told mm-hmm. you, fuck that, fuck her. So I agree yeah, with I that bad, completely. Man. Yeah, but at the same time, like they, if anyone makes you feel a certain way or just says something, even if they don't mean it, I had to get to a place with this too. Like I wasn't always very open with um, being upset or telling people what they should hear. But if you get to a point where you're like, you're never going to talk to this person again if they're actually not meant in, meant to be in your life. And if they're doing something that's disrespectful or hurts you, tell them and they'll either fix it and you can have a better relationship or they won't and then you can say, fuck you. I know it's harder than that, but those are very good answers. I agree with them for you. Yeah, yeah no, definitely being the nice guy to friends, nice yeah. guy to girls. It yeah. gets you, like, people will love you, obviously. Like, I think you're one of the most well-loved people I know, but you have to just stand up for yourself. That's like my mom too. Like <laughs> Lisa, I love her to death, but she needs... she's too busy doing stuff for others. Everyone, everyone. Yeah. yeah. The best kind of person, but also like for yourself and for your mental health, like gotta, you know, okay. That's that. And the last one is if you could do anything right now, what would it be? I feel like the answers are going to change after quarantine, but I guess for yeah, now, as of right you now, could say what in quarantine, but later I was thinking of asking people this and saying, okay, then what's stopping you kind of thing? Because there's so many times we're like, oh, I wish I could just travel oh, here. Yeah. And it's like, why aren't you? So That'll empower some people. That's a good one. Gotcha. I'd be like, I should be <laughs> Shit. doing that. I should be taking that trip. To I was Russia. talking to someone the other day and he made me feel, he like travels all the time. And I was like, it's so cool that you do that, like that you did this, whatever. And he's like, well, why haven't you? And I was like, I don't know. Like I, just i was just like uh i don't know (laughs) so just make this an empowerment podcast and just have people on and be like so what would you want to be doing right now? don't do it just be like don't do it why aren't you doing that (laughs) no more swiping sundays empowerment this is an empowerment empowerment, connecting happy everything i don't know podcast but yeah well i guess empowerment's kind of been here already yeah i hope i mean you know you could have an empowerment special 
So you call a random person, like random number, and just be like, hi, you're on a podcast. Like, uh, what would you want to do right now? If, that would be funny. Well, like a, a random like, number or I can start. I have that Ask Anonymously page on my blog. I want people to understand. Like, I feel like people are worried it's not going to be anonymous. It's literally like, remember Ask FM or like Formspring? Ask FM. Do you, okay, so that I literally, that. I, I have that website connected onto my blog. So I can't tell who it is no matter what. It literally gets sent in anonymously. Mm-hmm. And I think that is such a great opportunity for everyone. Obviously for me to get great content that people want to hear, but such a good opportunity for anyone that's scared to ask something to anyone else, or this is happening in my life. I don't know how to deal with it. Or this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Like I will never know. And then if you submit something and it works for my podcast with my cousin, Frankie, I'll talk about it with him. But if it makes sense for a different one, then I'll talk about it there. Like, I think that would help everyone. I think that would be so cool. So I definitely agree. I think that would be fun, but you still have to answer then for a quarantine, I guess you can, I'll give you a little, let it slide. So it's what I want to do in quarantine. No, if you could do anything like right do now, anything. what would it be? So, Oh, outside. Ooh. Um, probably celebrate my 21st with my friends a month, a month late. No, two months late. No, a month. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's probably what okay, I do. That makes sense. Cause we're planning on doing that. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, I'll help throw you a fucking, banger for that i promise whenever this is over sounds good to me let's find the most expensive club in new york city i'll get you on that on the off call (laughs) cool thank you so much i'm really happy that we did this and thanks for having me i'm really excited to take a listen back and then share it with the world and see what they think yep sounds good to me all right thanks everyone for listening i hope you all have a great week ahead and remember to rate comment or review swiping sunday so that i can make sure next episode is even better bye guys